0: You think I put on these movies because I have nothing
1: better to do? You really think I'm just biding time till the bell rings, distracting your developing minds with non-educational nonsense so I don't have to do any work? Maybe you're not so dumb after all.
2: Come to order as self-sworn class moderator. I am duty-bound to call the video high court into session and may G.O.D. guide us through these solemn undertakings. <laughs> A writ of ripoff has been levied. <gasps> we will hear arguments for and against. These proceedings are not to be taken lightly. Opening statements will be made by the prosecution. Chair recognizes Mr. Justin Ferraro.
3: Well, 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 here we are. (laughs) Honorable members of this here debate club. I know I'm no big city poppin' (laughs) jay. I'm not some of the slick, fast-talking dandy here that strut around pretending to know every facet of biology, or anatomy, or embryology, or paleontology, or genetics, or epidemiology, or ecology, or physiology, or morphology. Hell, I'm no spring chicken. I can barely tell a cow and a turnip apart. (laughs) No, I'm just a Kentucky fried film lover, sweating under these hot lamps. Oh, lordy, lordy, <laughs> just as the generator of diversity made me. <laughs> now, our story today begins a long time ago. with an era in which mighty titans, colossal monsters of a terrible nature, vied for supremacy in the primordial ooze. This era, of course, is the year 1993. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe I need to take you chickadees a bit farther back. I want to tell you about this writer I know, smart man with a big idea. He came up with this incredible story about an eccentric millionaire who builds himself a zoo full of dinosaurs. <laughs> of them dinosaurs, they start hurting people. It is amazing and terrifying. This writer I know, his name is John Brosnan. And that little book of his, little novel called conosaur <laughs> Then, six years later, a man named Michael Crichton.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: While well, he writes a book, too. But his work was nothing but a stage setting for a greater artistic contest. The contest of which I speak is one between two popular and beloved films <laughs> about the return of the dinosaurs and the threat they pose to humanity's dominion over the planet Earth. The Plaintiff, in our case, is a politically incisive, intellectually rigorous film which tells the cautionary tale of genetic engineering run amok <laughs> and condemns the capricious nature of corporate power and its threat to our species. The defendant in this case is a derivative, fully unserious work, chopped to the gills with junk science and moments writ large from superior works. Jurassic Park, how do you plead? <laughs>
4: Our beloved
3: movie opens around a bit of corporate intrigue and we bear witness to the death of a hapless worker at the mercy of a mysterious monster. We are then introduced to our valiant protagonist, Doc Smith, a down-on-his-luck man of science living out a dingy trailer in the desert next to a dinosaur highway, a man whose only love seems to be alcohol, Adam Simon films, and excavation equipment. Our do rag wearing synthesis of doctors Ian Malcolm and Alan Grant is unwillingly dragged into a life or death struggle against genetically engineered dinosaurs, only by the unconscious visage of a woman who he's compelled to repeatedly kiss without her consent. But I'm getting ahead of myself and completely losing that character. Carnosaur is not on trial. hill No sir, no sir. So, if it pleases the court, I will let the movie speak for itself. A story in which God creates dinosaurs, God kills dinosaurs, God creates man, man kills God, woman creates dinosaurs, and dinosaurs burst violently from woman's uterus.
2: <laughs>
3: and above all, movie entertains.
2: Amen, brother,
3: amen. Oh. I call to the stand the 1993 masterwork produced by the esteemed Roger Corman Carnasaw.
4: What the hell is it? it? Looks like some kind of lizard.
0: The Earth was not made for us. She was made for the dinosaurs. Human beings or ants crawling through their living rooms. That's really fabulous.
4: Like a great theme park.
2: All right, the case against Jurassic Park has been levied. How does the rest of the class answer the call? Greg Hansen.
5: You see, the (laughs) Carnosaurus Rex, colloquially known as Carnosaur, is a federally-funded, genetically-modified Monsanto-gone-mad mutation specifically made to munch on the Clint Howard populace of one (laughs) Climax Nevada. (laughs) My humble opening thought is... Greg Hansen, Buchanan, New York. Infected brain cells per 1 million, 99%. (laughs) Opening thought... Let's shit out some dinosaurs, kids.
1: (laughs) Josh Roth. Your Roger Cormans were so preoccupied with whether or not they could beat Jurassic Park to the box office, they didn't stop to think if they should.
6: (laughs) (laughs) And now it's an hour of Jeff Goldblum laughing. That's the rest of the podcast. Honestly, I'm fine with that. (laughs) I could
2: do this all day. Jamie Kennedy.
6: Casey Regan, my dear video high classmates, Welcome to Climax Nevada.
4: (laughs) Bravo! Bravo. (laughs) I'm
2: Casey Regan, and I've had... A come to carnosaur moment. <laughs> this was a religious experience for me watching this movie. And I'm so glad that we get to discuss it with musician and composer of some of the songs you hear on this very
3: podcast, Justin Ferraro. Ooh, they asked, Justin. You bred raptors? I asked, You breaded chickens? <laughs> 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 they're good for you
1: Casey how can you defend any dinosaur movie that starts with stock footage Of a Hormel chicken farm. Uh, At length. It's a good movie, Josh. (laughs) It's It's a good movie.
2: If
5: I'm being honest, I loved this. What? I loved this for every nonsensical second of it. I had no idea what was happening for at least the first half of the movie. And I couldn't care less. (laughs) Like... And this is not a hot take. I'm not trying to like make this a thing. I genuinely like this more than Jurassic Park.
3: Oh, uh, I will Josh
5: is oh, Josh is leaving. <laughs> Josh. <laughs> okay, I don't know
1: if I'm just biased because Michael Crichton went to my high school
6: and because Jurassic Park's your favorite movie of all time. But
1: Jurassic Park um... is one of my favorite films of all time. I love both of the books.
6: No! (laughs) Sorry, this physical movie did nothing for me. What is more interesting to me is... It's cash grabbiness trying to beat Jurassic Park to the the theaters. And winning. And what (laughs) lengths they went to. That's the way more fascinating story to me. I would watch a movie about that.
3: Well, there's going to be a ripoff report card that covers all of it. Great, great. (laughs) And again, it's going to be a ripoff report card about Jurassic Park ripping off Carnosaur.
2: Yeah, let's please be clear (laughs) about who preceded who.
6: Yes, because Carnosaur came out... One month before Jurassic Park? Either one month or one week,
5: depending (laughs) on the source. If
6: you, okay.
5: Scoreboard, baby.
2: Scoreboard, baby. (laughs) Oh, man. In the light of this movie, which has been a sort of guiding light into my personal spiritual journey. Yes. You see the stock footage of chickens, and it's like a pretty rough thing to look at. It is laying bare the commercialized chicken for food industry. And it's like horrifying. So all you need is a little bit of like sci-fi green font in front of there and it looks like a (laughs) sci-fi movie. Because what we actually do to prepare chickens for meals is by itself a horror movie. And then what you learn... By the end of this movie, is that information we're getting, while seemingly wholly unscientific, is our villain has been weaponizing chicken to the most insanely nefarious ends.
5: McDonald's would be proud.
6: (laughs) It's just like real life. I guess, I mean, I don't want to get ahead of things here, but I I was just overall confused by the end of the movie. How far into her evil scheme was she? Is this something where they could quarantine this town and by quarantine I mean apparently murder all of the citizens of the town yeah. or is it too late and has the have these chickens been going out into the world for a while now and everyone is going to be contaminated?
3: If I understand it correctly it is entirely too late. Yes.
6: Okay. It is. There
3: is a scene towards the end where, like, the, the the freakish sort of bald executive, who I'm not sure if he's part of the company or if he's part of DARPA or some other government institution, but the, the guy who is on his like hands and knees, like feeding a congressman blueberry pie <laughs> yeah. at a comically Fallon. tall table. I forgot about table, that scene. Yes, yeah. it's a nightmare. It's weirdly oh. nightmare. I have that quoted. I have that quoted because that, fucking That's scarier bananas. than the chickens on the conveyor belt on the way to saw blades. That is the scariest. Yeah. Is, is that, that man? Is, that is also. I think it's
5: Central Tenet of QAnon. Yes, absolutely. It's <laughs> a cabal of bald CEOs feeding <laughs> yeah, senators. Right. But there's adrenochrome in that pie. <laughs>
3: but yeah, so there's a scene later where he's in a, like, a tent with like like a military general guy and then like the rest of his science team. And what he says, essentially, is that they're going to capitalize on the crisis uh, and a bit of disaster capitalism by creating artificial wombs to solve <laughs> playing giant... Fucking... Hip
5: busting eggs. <laughs> yep. They're gonna give birth to new genetically modified women and it's great. All right.
1: I, yeah, because that's... that's
5: what you want in a movie about
1: dinosaurs. Well that's
6: the thing. I think that's why yes. my hesitation yeah. Actually, with this yeah. was... yes. I feel like that's my hesitation with this whole movie and why it kind of didn't sit well for me was because it just felt so hopeless. Uh like the imagery of like government officials in hazmat suits coming into a clinic and just mowing down all the sick people in there with a machine gun, and the fact that nothing is going to get better, and the only shot at an antidote was destroyed in a fire because of man's own like hubris and not listening to people. Like it bummed me out, guys. <laughs> hey,
4: yeah,
2: <laughs>
1: that doesn't mean it's a bad movie. Yeah, <laughs> this is the opposite of the Steven Spielberg awe shot. This entire movie. Yeah, it's just the Steven Spielberg awe. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, the whimsical world building of Jurassic Park is so derivative of this post-apocalyptic movie that has barely anything to do with dinosaurs and everything to do with, like, everything
5: to do with dinosaurs.
3: Did you miss all the dinosaurs? We start
6: on chickens! (laughs) We start on chickens! chickens. Which are dinosaurs.
2: This movie has more to do with dinosaurs, both pseudo scientifically which let's they're both <laughs> pseudo scientific movies it doesn't matter what that like how believably Jurassic Park says it it's still junk science there's still two movies <laughs> about junk science making dinosaurs and two it is a better better movie (laughs) and a better philosophical (laughs) model of dinosaurs in a story because it covers the fact of extinction and the dominion of species on a planet not like a chamber drama that's about like high stakes theme park deaths
5: also, it puts the die in dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah, Why depth, wasn't that the tagline? The deaths
2: are way better in Carnosaur. Way better than in Jurassic Park.
1: Oh, you're telling me that's better than the T Rex eating the lawyer off the toilet? Come N- name on. Another yes. Nothing name another one. Name unsexy
2: beats that.
6: Uh, Nedri being hoisted by his own petard. You mean
1: the scene
2: stolen from Carnosaur? Uh, a dinosaur <laughs> jumping into a jeep and shaking it while they tear someone apart? Came out a month earlier. Stolen by Steven Spears.
6: <laughs> <Yes>. Sam Jackson's <laughs> severed reshoot, arm? The reshoots off-screen were. Off screen deaths
2: a don't count. <laughs> Sam Jackson, even if off screen deaths did count, Sam Jackson's <laughs> severed arm trumped
3: by girl getting leg ripped off while she's chained to a bulldozer.
6: Clever girl. Actually,
3: <laughs> and a more direct plagiarism from that very scene. A handcuffed guy, the handcuffed hand dangling from the bulldozer. We get two Sam Jacksons
5: in one movie. <laughs> You've curiously forgotten about. Clint Howard getting his head bitten <laughs>
3: off. Yes. I'll give you that And one. that is I'll also give you that.
5: half of the deaths
2: in this movie.
3: This This movie is better enjoyed if you just consciously turn off your brain for the first ten minutes. Sure. and then recognize that like the titular character Carnosaur, it's only going to get bigger and stronger as it grows. <laughs> Something's happening.
2: Genes are being germified. Animals are being combined with animals. Or Who knows? Who knows? Who, knows? who, no- who cares? We see these corporate goons in the, like, Legion of Doom. <laughs> they're sitting yeah. Yeah. inside
5: Network 23. <laughs> yeah,
2: they're sitting at this giant villainous table sitting in chairs that bring the table up to, like, their chins. <laughs> these look like tiny... Tiny men, <laughs> each with a Coca-Cola in front of them, discussing <laughs> the operations of a corporation that genetically modifies
5: food.
6: So they're having this Legion of Evil conversation about how they're working with this mysterious Dr. Tiptree, who is the head of her field of genetics and has made bold and basically evil steps in it.
1: <laughs> My favorite part of the scene is that we cut away to Dr. Tiptree Dr. Tiptree. No,
6: none of us are going to get this say right. Say 10 times
1: fast. Think of it like <laughs> uh, this.
2: She uh, tips trees. She destroys the world.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tiptree watching this
5: footage on oh my security cams. Dr. Jade Chiptree is w- watching things, and we're watching her watch <laughs> things, because that's what good movies do. <laughs> yep. Yeah, then we end up with uh, a couple of dumbass truck drivers. Which, again, are-
6: unclear if they were there to investigate, were they there to steal, or were they there to just make a delivery? Yeah, the
5: opening of this movie is uh, pretty opaque. Uh, It's (laughs) it's seeding mystery for later in the movie. Then as soon as my eyes started to glaze over because it's just like too much confusing stuff happening, then we get my favorite thing in all movies, which is... Wait. Pause. Enhance. Again. (laughs) Again. Again. This is, I think,
2: better than any other movie because... We get what would actually be the image if you zoomed in on like yeah. closed <laughs> circuit television. Yeah, just a bunch of blocks. Yeah, that's like four blue and orange artifacts. Yeah. <laughs> exactly what I thought. Because she wants to see what has happened. Was these delivery or pickup or just like jabronis? Jabronis come across a cage with one chicken drenched in blood and another just pile of viscera with a huge egg next to it. And then that egg begins to hatch. And we see the
1: point of view of the little hatchling, some green POV camera. Yeah, who knew
6: dinosaurs saw green?
1: (laughs) The first of many, 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 many dinosaur POV cams.
3: Yeah, and while we're talking about junk science, is it really such a big stretch of imagination to believe that dinosaurs see green when we've already accepted that T-Rexes only see motion.
2: Oh,
3: also, which science is better? Dinosaurs are green. <laughs> Why wouldn't they see green, green? Right.
2: The Whatever hatches from this egg jumps at one of the delivery guys and scratches his eye. And Tiptree takes notice of this. And then we cut to...
6: Diptree takes notice of or is just standing in front of a monitor and like. We absorbing. get very little... She doesn't really react to yeah. anything ever until a dinosaur is blasting out of her uterus. That's the
1: only time we get any emotion from her. Because it's all going according to plan.
6: Exactly.
2: She's she's uh, she's Ozymandias at the end of Watchmen. Even from the beginning of this movie, she there is no stopping her master plan. Even from minute one, there's no there's like there is never so there's
1: no stakes at all in the film.
5: No, of course there is. Even if you don't know what that plan is, because we don't. That's that's the thing. We never find out. Oh, no, that's not true.
6: That's not true. We find out. We
3: find out. We we fuck around and find out. No, we find
6: out in the most bonkers (laughs) five-minute monologue in the world.
2: Uh. (laughs) We sure do. Carnosaur caught you slipping. (laughs) Tip tree caught you slipping. Fuck around and find out my
4: plan. (laughs) Uh,
5: The only thing that really bums me out about this movie is – Keeping Dr. Tiptree quiet for the first half of the movie. Because once she starts going (laughs) later, she's the best character that's ever been (laughs) written. She's the
1: greatest villain in the movie. She has some amazing amazing lines. But we don't get them until the last five minutes of the movie, so I'm half asleep. Like our
2: supposed protagonist, Doc, when he is a drunk loser, you don't have to pay attention to the movie. You are also like... In a malaise, drifting through the plot of this thing, knocking and then, over bottles, and then the minute yeah. he finds a dead body, the movie gets rad. We sober but, up. We sober up, and the movie gets so Ooh. goddamn good. We should introduce that Doc is just a, a, like a like a fucking Lawrence brother. Like he is nineties and shit. Like he is Yum. stereotypical burnout. He's watching director Adam Simon's first movie, Brain Dead, and drinking <laughs> of straight from a fifth of uh, whiskey.
4: Bottle in front of me, than the front of me. Hey, what's going on, out there? Hold it! I got a gun. I can't shoot for shit. Oh, I get you this time.
6: Ain't going nowhere. Come on out. Come on out. Wasn't he just like a night watchman who had to yeah. like make sure that? You know, protesters don't mess with their excavation equipment.
3: Yeah. yeah. Um, but it's, Kay. I think it's sort of hinted that he actually has earned the name Doc. Um, we see three things in his apartment. We first are treated to the, the Alfred E. Newman What Me Worry poster. He's got um, a. Chekhov's what, ap- what Me Worry poster. <laughs> 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 oh, what a, Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Uh, he's got uh, what appears to be some sort of like a degree or doctorate with the words just do no harm scrawled over it. Well, we also see his sketchbook. Later in the film. <laughs> Later in the film. That is like the third Which is the stuff of, of nightmares. These two pieces of evidence suggest that he has some sort of medical background or study.
2: I do think this movie did hint that his past was he killed people while he was a doctor, and now he's like a drunk burnout who cares not at all about the ethical consequences of his job. In fact, wants to think nothing at all about the ethical consequences of anything, because he's been ruined by his previous history of medical malpractice
5: (laughs) after doc finds thrush then we get him talking to our cop who is definitely too old for this yes (laughs) Uh, and he's like and he's like please god come get this beautiful woman away from me uh Mr. Cop Man, and then the cop is just like, you fucking hold your horses, because they've found the dead truck driver, and they're like, what the fuck happened to this? And, and somebody's just like, probably a bobcat. And they're like, oh, that's
1: right. Oh, that's right. They slander bobcats.
6: Maybe a bobcat.
5: Bobcat. Yeah, bobcat. There hasn't been a bobcat in this area since I was a kid. Bobcat? Bobcat. Bobcat.
3: No bobcats in these parts. And Jamie, you looked this up, right?
6: I did. Guys, a bobcat has literally like never killed a human. Like that doesn't happen. You are more likely to be killed by an angry dog than killed by a bobcat. I looked up these stats.
3: But there's still a possibility is what you're saying.
6: Not not to the level that they mention bobcats as the possible murderer in this situation.
1: Yeah, they talk about bobcats in this town like a serial killer is walking amongst them. We'll yes. find out later why.
2: That introduces us to the sheriff and Doc, and Doc, who has gotten drunk and let Thrush escape, now rides with the sheriff to, like, an eco commune. An unexplained group of people who want to save the planet. Some of whom are lawyers. Yeah, we get no Some, of, some of whom are lawyers.
6: <laughs> there is specifically a, an explanation in that they are, as they explain, off the historic dinosaur highway, where once dinosaurs migrated through this area and presumably there is a lot of like spiritual and cultural and ecological significance to this, Eunice is basically bulldozing through it. And so these, these hippie communes, Will not stand for it. And it's they his want to job. preserve the dinosaur highway. They won't right.
1: stand. They'll sit.
6: They'll sit. <laughs> and it's his job
1: to shoo them away. Yes. But he doesn't do his job because he doesn't give up. Thrush. Wait, I
6: want to thank you for what you did or didn't
0: do. No. And you can call me Doc. No else does. What's that? Something else I didn't do.
6: This used to be the dinosaur highway. This was a migration route. 60 million years ago. It's good to see this. It's good to remember how small we are.
0: I thought that's what mirrors are for.
6: I mean, look at these
5: mountains. You're ripping them apart and for what? I mean, you're taking something and you're making nothing.
0: Hey, wait a minute. I'm not taking nothing and doing anything with it. I'm just a nightmare. I, I just maintain the machines. I try and protect them from people like you. I- I- that's all. I take no
5: responsibility
0: for any of this. Yeah,
6: right. You're just following orders.
5: That's right
2: before a lot of the really interesting death starts happening when Doc and Thrush meet up again and have that like chat on the ridge to be like oh you're just following orders uh, where have I heard that before and that's really the lamest scene they both are just like mall rats you know
1: they're yeah. nothing they are both nothing
2: characters exactly and they are also inconsequential that is like the, that is what the message
5: at the end of the so glad
1: is. I'm watching the movie they, then they are the audience yeah, they are but, you and me yeah
5: <laughs> we we can project ourselves onto them we are dying
2: (laughs) at that point in the movie I was really like
5: I don't want to watch
2: my own life I don't want to watch my own (laughs) life I don't want to watch this like movie about like ding dongs getting just like killed by a dinosaur and trying to survive it and you know what the movie doesn't give me that. It, it it like relieves me of
5: that. It makes a larger point. As soon as you sort of start to settle into this like chintzy melodrama, then the movie turns it up to fucking high gear when we just see rowdy <laughs> teens like in a Mentos commercial yeah. jam into a jeep yeah. and peel off into the desert to to like just be yeah. fodder. Like yeah. you, like they're like like as soon as like. You see a bunch of no-named characters. They don't even get a lower
1: third. (laughs) They're not even worthy of the many Chirons. So you know that they're not going to last very long.
2: They live out Jack Kerouac's off the road. extreme yeah. man, <laughs> and then
1: they died Sponsor as a Carnosaur. Purpose. and in i've lost count now of the number of movies we've watched where a character stopping to pee is and pissing on camera is an integral part of the plot but let's add
5: this to the list yep yeah yeah it's brilliant. It's like having sex in a movie, except it's way more bodily.
6: Yeah, it, it, the second he unzipped his pants, I'm like, oh, this guy is going to get ripped apart by a carnosaur. Yeah. And it did not disappoint. Also,
2: we get both at once. We get, like, sex scene death at the same time as, like, vulnerable urination death.
4: Yeah. Like, we get all yeah. that.
2: We They,
1: they this movie... Ask your doctor about vulnerable <laughs> urination
2: death. <laughs> That's the you experience vulnerable urination death. (laughs) Carnosaur may not be right for you. (laughs) (laughs) Also, it just gets the movie. It was threatening to be this sort of like. horror movie with a dinosaur it gets that shit out of the way just in that scene (laughs) sex scene death
3: peeing death okay can we go on to a greater global point now yeah the economy of storytelling here is amazing yeah
1: yeah yeah just as quickly as these characters are there they're gone and we're back at ARPA right or am I missing another scene hmm is
4: that not the juiciest sweetest Precious, tasting blueberry pie you've ever tasted? Mm. (laughs) Mmm. Now, what if I were to tell you that this blueberry pie could sit in a box on a shelf for up to 18 months without losing one blueberry's worth of flavor or
3: freshness? Huh? Give me the confidence of a mediocre white man who gets on his hands and knees to feed a senator blueberries. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: God Yeah.
2: He's pushing all sorts of genetic modifications to food because he's trying to in his Cows, own way
1: turnips, blueberry pies. Yeah,
2: he has uh convinced himself, as we see towards the end of this movie, that he's like doing a grand act for humankind while also greedily like owning what, like, keeps us alive, food. Uh, and he just is never sitting normally on the
1: set ever. <laughs> like, that, he, he A lot like Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park, splayed across the table, like, with, not shirtless, yeah, but He's doing, like, a centerfold. Might as well might. be. Might, yeah, us, yeah. might as well.
3: There's a lot of gruesome violence in this movie, a lot of very explicit images. The only one that I viscerally reacted to was when he picked the blueberry off the congressman's plate <laughs> with his bare <laughs> fingers. So I was like, "Oh, yeah, oh, I ain't no so finger horrifying. food. <laughs> I ain't no finger food." The most disgusting thing in the entire movie. Yeah, I have a
5: fun little fact about uh, Fallon, the guy who plays him, Ned Bellamy, uh, and Brent Hinckley the guy who looks like Rance Howard, put through a dryer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> that rules. Were in Ed Wood together the following year. What? Yeah.
6: Oh no way. Who
1: were they in
5: Ed yeah. Wood? Ned Ned Bellamy, the guy who plays Fallon, is the doctor who's uh, Bela Lugosi's double in Plan Nine. Oh. And Brent Pinkley plays Conrad Brooks, one of the two police officers. Oh, in, in, in Plan in Nine, Plan 9? yeah, and he's and he's also like one of the he's like one of the stable actors. Yeah. Huh.
3: Another fun fact: Ned Bellamy's name is an anagram for Yam Bellend.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: that is a fun fact.
2: Wow. <laughs> That's
6: fun.
3: Brett Higley kind of looks
2: like if you left Tim Blake Nelson in the bath a little too long. Yes. (laughs) Uh, I don't know who that is. Tim Blake Nelson? Okay,
1: why do I have this line written down? ARPA is crossbreeding cows and turnips for science? Oh, because
3: that's what they're doing. For science.
6: Yeah. (laughs) I mean, I think it's the same weight reason that you can have a blueberry pie that's been unrefrigerated for 18 oh. months because oh. it's coated in embryonic fluid. I think that's just kind of, the. it's the opposite of what, like, Beyond and Impossible Burger is doing. They're trying to <laughs> make vegetables and fruit meat.
5: <laughs> it's so good. He's he's on the phone and he's like, we've crossed a cow with a turnip, which just feels to me like, yes, we can have the patent on the shepherd pie tree. <laughs>
1: And then we get Doctor Tiptree consoling. Uh, we don't Jesse know. Jesse
6: Paloma is that employee.
3: <laughs> what a beautiful name! Yeah, Jesse I'm glad we got a first and last name for Jesse Paloma. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, Jesse Paloma, who has Jesse Paloma? Jesse Paloma, who has been throughout this whole movie just sort of like these quick glimpses of the world's most panicked, sweaty man. <laughs> And of the three teens, one is his
3: daughter. What? Wait,
6: wait, wait. Thank you for that confirmation. I thought that was the case. Okay.
3: Weirdly enough, I just want to point out something about this character. There's a lot of scenes in this movie where people like wipe their brows. (laughs) They're completely dry brows because this man has taken all the sweat of everyone in the cast. (laughs) He is the wettest person alive and he's dried out everyone around him. It's insane. Hey, they're in a
5: desert, man. Come on. She has,
6: Two employees Her secretary Someone say her name I Susan
5: write it down. Linda
6: Susan, Susan. Uh, Linda
5: I don't know One Susan. of those two Susan <laughs> <laughs>
2: Choose Susan audience You choose
1: Susan Linden
6: I believed both of them When you Susan It's Susan It's Susan Yep
1: <laughs> and both of these employees she only ever interacts with over Securicam! Because
6: she doesn't interact with anyone. She has the c- cameras throughout the entire world and she can just communicate. But, with- I mean,
2: she is totally disconnected from the rest of humanity, which is what you'd need to do to plot destroy to it. destroy humanity. Yep. <laughs> and the dad goes to Tiptree distraught, destroyed by the death of his daughter and warned by her assistant that he's threatening to blow... The story wide open and like t- name names. Tip tree over her monitors leads him into just like a, a closet, closet. <laughs> with a fog machine in <laughs> it. She leads him and a and a in the spotlight. It's a turbo lift
5: where into it will into the requisite underground industrial tube room, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. which also should look very familiar to anybody who's watched like literally any Roger Corman yeah, movie. Yeah. Because Wait that. Location was a hundred percent used in Droid Gunner.
6: <laughs> yeah, 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 no, no, I know, I know exactly where you're talking I was about okay, to say, he
5: likes yeah,
1: the pipes. it's crazy oh, yeah. because the standard hallway filled with pipes leads to like a rave room with right. laser beams that create a like laser tunnel that he can't escape from, and at the end of it is a T Rex.
0: I really am sorry about your daughter. Our children are all that matters. What are we anyway except a set of instructions for the reproductions of the species? Nothing I could say or do would bring your daughter back. But you can contribute to the next generation.
1: Can somebody explain to me? Is she communicating with the dinosaur? Who Jamie? Like, controlling it? Yeah, me. Yeah. Jamie is Jamie communicating with dinosaurs right now?
6: I don't think you need to communicate with the dinosaurs. You just need to open up their laser pen, and they'll eat whoever yeah, you lead down to your laser pen. But
3: she commands it too. Like she
6: thinks she commanded it.
3: You don't need to communicate with them. You just need to open your heart. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they'll open it for you, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> but you did point out that after she says her like her little like Manchurian candidate activation phrase or whatever, <laughs> you pointed out that the dinosaur raises its eyebrow <laughs> it's <laughs> in a that very human expression.
2: There's like a shot, like a close up of its eyes, and it just sort of like lifts its eyebrow. It's one of the few like very close up moments of animal puppetry in this movie, and I was like, hell yeah, movie.
1: I like a movie that makes me
2: think that the T-Rex is like, oh, it's on. Can
3: you tell what the rock is cooking?
1: Yeah. Doc Smith uh, goes and harasses some hippies instead of, of actually doing this job.
6: What? No, that's his job. It. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa. That is exactly his job.
6: Well, I guess when he's like hired by companies to just like, by any means necessary and this shotgun keep people away from the caterpillar, then yeah, I guess... Listen, I heard Doc Smith shot a man in Reno just to watch him die.
5: (laughs) It's a little further south, but but Climax is actually a suburb of Reno. (laughs) (laughs) The only part
3: of this film, the only part of this film that I'm disappointed with is the fact that they did not make a Climax Nevada joke. No. Yeah! Yeah. That is is the movie's only misstep.
2: I mean, but Climax Nevada is a joke. It, it, yeah, climax the Nevada itself, yeah. is
5: the is the best because and really there was a part of me that was hoping that the movie would would end somewhere else. It, yes, <laughs> just to just to fuck with right. us
4: mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> in bad payoff Pennsylvania. It ends, it ends in beginning Wyoming.
6: <laughs> yeah, it was ironically pretty uh, anticlimactic that it was set no in wh- climax whoa Nevada. whoa
2: whoa okay I was gonna make a joke which was, at the end, they have to escape to Denouement, Quebec, but <laughs> 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 there is no, yeah, I, God, I, we have to maybe plot it out, but ooh, <laughs> a fight between like heavy machinery and a Tyrannosaurus Rex. If you're calling that anti-climactic, stop watching movies. You will never be satisfied. That's as climactic a thought as I can have.
1: Except it's not a T-Rex, Casey. It's a carnosaurus. No, it's a T-Rex.
6: No, no, that one actually that is was a, t-rex. a T-Rex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Read a book. Come t-rex, on. T-Rex. Car- <laughs>
2: Read-, <laughs> yeah. Read a book called Carnosaur, then wait six years for Jurassic Park to be published, cause Michael Crichton ripped it off. <laughs> He really did rip it off, though. He really did, though.
1: So we get Clint Howard. (laughs) And Clint Howard is working at the Purex poultry plant, where they make condoms for chickens.
6: (laughs) Yes, Purex is a subsidiary of Eunice, which is, again, that sentence is just an amalgamation of evil things. Like, again, you expect Lex Luthor to just be at the head of this
3: Globex Corporation. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I decided to look up the etymology of Eunice. Because this movie is just filled with little Easter eggs and delicious tidbits of knowledge. Oh, uh, oh Easter eggs? Easter eggs. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Eunice in Greek, according to the one website I looked at, uh, is like a combination of two words. Basically it means uh, joyous victory or she conquers. Um, it's a name Ooh. which is also used in a Bible ascribed to a woman uh, who is noted for being without hypocrisy. Who creates a species of super carnivore? <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Tiptree is a woman without hypocrisy. As we find out later in the film. And episode. also she wins. And yeah, she, she wins. Conquers. She conquers. Yes. Yep. Great name.
5: Great
1: name. How
6: many carnosaurs are in this movie?
5: Unclear. Yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. So <laughs> enough to get the job done. Well, there's one that grows, right?
6: It's one that grows, but then there's a full T Rex.
5: So yes. what the fuck is that T Rex? It's a T Rex. T Rex. We have a T-Rex. Okay, technically, if we want to get specific about it, apparently, in the book, there were multiple dinosaurs. Okay. And for the movie, they condensed it down to two. So the little guy is supposed to be a Dynonincus. Uh, okay. And the big guy is supposed to be a T-Rex. More
3: like a Dinodincus
5: <laughs> The Dynonincus does... The majority of the killing.
6: It's hard to tell scale, considering the fact that we can never really have the dinosaur in in the same shot in, to show scale. Also, changes. Yeah, also This was. <laughs> Wait, I thought there was only one.
2: No, there's all those I mean, dino ninkies that come out of women throughout the movie. If only the movie <laughs> were slightly clearer about what was happening in the movie. No, why do you need an inventory of how many dinosaurs are in a movie Did like a dinosaur movie? They, it, we, it, there is a threatening amount of dino ninkies out there. Guys, that is all you really need to yeah. know. Guys, you
3: got to understand that like, when dealing with any sort of pandemic, it's hard to get hard <laughs> numbers on fatalities. You know, the more yeah, you so. test,
1: the more dinos you're going yeah, to exactly.
3: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Doc, I heard that kid you found was all carved up like a Christmas turkey. Christmas turkey's
1: right. I heard it was some sort of psycho cannibal job.
0: Hmm. You've been watching many of them italian
1: zombie flicks. You know, a bobcat ate a feller when I was a little kid. It wasn't a local, though. It was a hobo. Friar, that is a two-ton load of chicken shit. Hey, Doc, you ever heard of a bobcat ate anybody's eyes?
0: No, predators don't usually go for eyeballs. Eyes are more appealing to birds. Seagulls or crows or uh, vultures. Hey, give me a, give me a chicken salad, would
5: you? Everyone in this movie is just talking about bobcats. Well, Clint Howard also talks about his cholesterol. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh,
1: the the waitress does have the amazing line. You're watching too many I, Italian zombie flicks. Yep. another Easter egg.
2: Yeah, a lot of foreshadowing. A lot of foreshadowing. Doc. Is his whole characterization is I'm just following the rules. Sure, I work for an evil corporation, but I'm a burnout. What do you expect from me? Yeah. Uh, and then the the sort of eco protesters that are trying to defend this dinosaur highway. At a certain point, it seems like they're just protesting at Doc. <laughs> like <you> know, they're, <laughs> yes. like they're doing no actions that would g- create any press. to any? They're, they're just sort of annoying him. They're yeah. just trying to get him over onto their side. <laughs> yeah. That battle is truly like a a misdirection because this movie is again the execution of a villain's plan that can't be stopped listen
6: they're not a very effective protesters he's not a very effective night watchman and together we'll ride out the apocalypse
3: greetings green brother
2: This scene
4: rules. <laughs> this rules. Moves, rules. Yeah. It
2: is so no, 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 A group this. of like ecological protesters that have chained themselves.
1: These are the ones that, that, are... that Doc has just left right. there. So he's essentially left them to their death.
6: He didn't know that.
1: Yeah, but he should have, you know, done his job. <laughs> you
6: see
2: Ed Hippie get his like hand ripped off still attached to the construction equipment. And then, yeah, we see the girl get her leg, like, ripped off and eaten in front of her by the carnosaur. Uh, and when we cut back... More like a
5: connoisseur. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Well, he, really, he, he spends, like, a time munching on being like, oh. Yeah. I love the conceit that they wrote the the hippies to have chained themselves onto the machinery to then use that against yes. them so that they cannot run so away. That is, that is, like, top... Notch screenwriting.
6: And Thrush is the only one to survive because she's chained herself on the inside of the caterpillar. So she's just helplessly watching through the window as all of her friends are just torn apart.
5: Thrush is still alive because this is a movie. That's the only reason she's still alive. She
6: could have died right now and it wouldn't have affected the rest (laughs) of the movie whatsoever. I mean,
5: to be fair, anybody could have died at any point in this movie and it wouldn't have (laughs) really changed anything. Uh, Right. I, and I, I understand
2: where that might be seen as a fault, but I really found it a strength in this movie that I, I, I don't know. I got down with this movie's hopelessness. I vibed with it. I like
5: a good nihilistic ending.
2: The sheriff, who uh, try, is trying his goddamn best to figure out like what's <laughs> going on with all these like dead bodies showing up, finds out like whatever creature has been doing this is getting larger. And they are surveying what is some pretty good fucking carcass meat in a movie. Like the meat looked (laughs) gooey and visceral.
5: The makeup effects in this movie are excellent. The creature effects (laughs) in this movie are. They they (laughs) exist, though apparently, and this was actually a way surprise to me, that they really did build a 16-foot tall... T-Rex to battle at the end of the movie. I was totally convinced that that was like forced perspective and like stop motion. It
1: doesn't help that they shot it from the ground like forced perspective. (laughs) It
2: takes a good filmmaker to make miniatures look big. It takes a great filmmaker to make big things look miniature.
5: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, weighed
2: half a ton. We do get a scene of Thrush in Doc's trailer (laughs) She, wakes, Recovering up. From yeah, her she trauma. wakes up, like, as if it was all a terrible, terrible dream. After Doc yeah, gets in, a little too familiar in the
3: excavator or whatever, he, like, he immediately sees her, like, oh, and just
2: right on the forehead. Yeah, gives her a little smooch. When he <laughs> finds Thrush passed out in that caterpillar and, like, gives her a little, like, presidential sniff on the forehead.
3: <laughs> My president.
2: I said to myself, what's up, Doc? <laughs> Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 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 Oh, wow. come on man come on jack
6: you uh. need a road map to get back from that joke <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you went a long way for it i'm just but saying like <laughs>
2: dr tip tree i'm willing to go all the way for <laughs> what i think is right
4: <laughs> uh
2: no and then thrush wakes up and she explores the apartment and that's where we see the last little bit of setting characterization of our main character doc she finds like a sketchbook with a horrifying drawing of a woman <laughs> whose womb has seemingly, or just midsection, has been ripped out. And well, there's... no, I
3: got he's a he's a tortured drunk, and that's why he's not a doctor anymore because he's killed someone yeah. by accident. I
6: had written earlier, uh, "Hey, Doc, kind of looks like a young Army Hammer." And then when it got to this part, I'm like, "Oh my God, Doc is Army Hammer!" <laughs> As though. Uh, Panama from across the road said, "Don't look through the blinds." Uh, then <laughs> the Carnosaur burst through the window,
1: <laughs> and then it's gone.
6: Gone, but not forgotten. <laughs> and
2: so's <is> Thrush.
1: <laughs>
6: to <After> that, <laughs>
2: she doesn't really need to be. Because Doc
1: anymore. is off, busy finding Eunice agents that uh, earlier in the film were killed in their truck. And he uses their radio and uniform
3: to get up to tip tree. Which is my favorite part of the movie because Doc Smith does a very meta thing and does a speed run of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just, just like finds a wall, clips through it, and then he's in the boss Yeah, way, which yeah. Is amazing. yeah, it's very that's good. That's right.
6: This is the point where he says, like, he's under the impression that he will be blamed for all the murders. So that's the reason.
3: Which
2: is true. Yeah, that is what the rest of this movie would be if this movie gave any sort of shit about spending time on that sort of plot point and i'm so glad it didn't like i it's know so tedious. it's so tedious for it to be like no i'm
3: not the murderer i'm not the bad guy i know like, it's a
2: dinosaur oh you want us to believe it's a big dinosaur like i'm so it's glad this worst. movie didn't waste stupid time with that shit because what this scene wanted to do was just get us to the point where the villain can monologue for the rest oh, of the movie
6: bye And the
2: monologuing was great. Yes. It was so
6: good. I mean, it's so hard to pick best lines. My personal favorite was, as my mentor, Dr. Moreau said, like,
4: to throw out a fictional character as your
6: personal mentor is insane.
1: She's not mentally well. <laughs> when when they first meet and Doc like walks in on Trip Tree with a with a gun, uh, she notices that like he has a fever and he's just like flippantly is like, "Who do you know about it?"
5: Everything. I designed it.
1: And yeah, that is the beginning of her endless monologue. Awesome. Uh, and, awesome. And
5: then we cut out of this like big climactic scene to go hang out with the sheriff as he makes breakfast.
1: We cut back to Climax, Nevada, where the sheriff is uh, taking care of his wife and daughters who, who all have the fever. Which
5: is a baffling scene because the sheriff shows up. His wife is like, oh, I'm not feeling so good. And he's just like, oh, babe, go to sleep. But before you do, oh, like, give that shit to yeah. me and he goes to make some eggs and does so like he's never touched a pan (laughs) or eggs in his entire (laughs) life.
1: So he cracks open one of the eggs and he finds green food coloring and then another one and more green food coloring and then a third one. And it's a little itty bitty
3: dinosaur who does a cute little dance. Yeah, yeah it does like
1: the gopher dance from Caddyshack.
2: Ah, <laughs>
3: my all right. don't gotta worry about me.
2: Except if I give you a bite in the place where you see I eat eyes. No, um, I will say while seeing a mustachioed black police officer in a movie around this time, your mind—too old for the shit. Your mind immediately goes to too old for the shit cliche. Seeing a black sheriff wearing a cowboy hat and a chef's apron. Oh,
4: bang the drum slowly. Play the
2: Singing The Unfortunate Rake. A 18th century English, like, shanty. I mean, we can't say this movie... Only traffics and cliches. (laughs) (laughs) I've never seen that one before. (laughs) Uh, That's interesting film (laughs) representation, certainly.
6: TikTokers would love him. TikTokers are (laughs) a second away from making him a national hero. Oh, God, it
2: predicted the sea shanties. shanties. Both his wife and two daughters are feeling sick, knowing what we learn later.
6: It's baby uh, fever. It's what we talk about, you know, <laughs> when your biological clock starts ticking a little bit and you look everywhere and you're like, "Oh my god, that little baby is so cute. I just want to have one inside of me and have it pop out of me in a bloody mess and actually it's a dinosaur and then I die just as it emerges from the womb."
5: <laughs> oh.
2: Oh, no, he's no, so no. cute. I just want him to
5: eat me up. And, and, and the next scene is where the movie goes totally oh. into the stand, which I <laughs> yes. love, but like yeah. at this point in the movie, the virus is like such an inconsequential part of the storyline. The whole movie has just simply been a vehicle for carnosauric action. And now suddenly we're in a virus movie. Yeah. Yes. Uh, like We talk a lot about rip-offs, but this does predate Outbreak by two years.
6: Okay.
1: Andromeda strain came out in 1971. Listen, everything's got an antecedent.
5: <laughs> <laughs> Outbreak ripped no...
1: off Andromeda strain. Which yeah,
5: why Andromeda strain, strain ripped off Hamlet? It's
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, much Purdue about nothing. <laughs>
5: <laughs> We're back. We're back with Doctor Tiptree and Doc. And suddenly, Dr. Tiptree is giving us the whole thing. The The, the yep. person who we know so much about, and yet who's basically almost not spoken throughout the whole movie, now is truly monologuing for the rest of her life. <laughs> yeah. You're
6: like, good job, Tiptree. You nailed it. If only I could tell someone how much I nailed it. You'll do.
5: <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's so good because she starts she starts talking about the fever and she starts talking about the sickness and how she's manufactured it and how it's starting to spread all around the town and that nobody can get out and that it has to do with the dinosaurs but we'll see and like this is this is when i like had like a like a Come to Jesus. Moment? Yeah. Come to Carnosaurus. Because I literally just wrote, Is everyone going to turn into dinosaurs? <laughs> because she's saying shit like, Your body's an evolutionary battlefield. Because Susan is now not feeling so well. And she's been asked right. into the office. And, and Dr. Tiptree's going to presumably help her because she's one of her employees. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, <laughs> because, no, 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 na She's cold blooded. Because because she's getting worse and worse and worse. And suddenly, Ugh. she's in labor, which I like. I literally. <laughs> (laughs) like my brain flatlined at this moment. No, no. That was another
2: notch in the doc used to be a doctor thing because he just puts a hand to her forehead and says she's in labor. labor, She's in labor. (laughs) Which, which unless unless his other hand is somewhere else,
3: always keep him watching the right hand while the left hand yeah. does its work. Yeah. That's the
2: prestige.
5: And when he said that, like I literally was like, no, 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 that can't be where this is going. No but way. How could this? How could this possibly be where this is going? Because well,
3: she's also not visibly pregnant. She, she's. Well, you know, when they say that like it's really gonna ruin your body, they don't say that you're gonna get snapped like a wishbone. <laughs> yeah,
5: <laughs> literally split open and an egg pops
0: out holy shit i wish i could have spared you this susan i'm going to help you i'm going to help you understand with understanding comes acceptance right now the genetic text of your very being is being rewritten your soul the flame that that heats your body that drives your fever is the same fire of creation Ah! Ah!
5: breathe breathe push Breathe,
1: breathe, push. <gasps> Jesus Christ. So like something explodes Rad. into an egg. That's how these that's how this dinosaur is born, right? That's how we're explosions. all explosions.
3: We're all exploded into <laughs> eggs. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> it is sir, I guess you can look at it that way. I do. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I am, and I will. <laughs> And Tiptree takes the egg, like, I mean, Doc is legitimately horrified, rightfully so. Tiptree grabs the egg, opens a, like, cabinet door, and puts it with a bunch of other eggs. And it was genuinely shocking. Like,
2: yeah. I, I that moment was actually, like, viscerally upsetting like, to me. Like, it's like the
3: cracking sound effect of, like, a giant branch coming off a tree. Is right,
2: especially because wow. this movie, which is so fucking tight i'm not i'm literally not being funny i think this movie is like tight 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 shows you chickens (laughs) exploding because the (laughs) eggs are so big like that is a setup to this horrifying moment to consider that like oh yes it was silly when in the back of a truck a chicken fucking exploded because a dinosaur egg came out is now horrifying to think of your fellow human being bursting open because this like dinosaur egg has come out of them that is like an effective setup and payoff.
5: And then we cut to Fallon and and company trying to figure out what the hell Tiptree's been working on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And it's so good because the, the it's just like chickens, chickens, she was working on chickens. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're
1: telling her all about her crimes against humanity, and he's like, No,
5: no, no, it's just chickens. Right. And the right. and the and the response of Jane Tiptree, the fairy godmother of Biotech, the woman that can think fifty unthinkable thoughts before breakfast, building a better chicken, and then suddenly every conservative <laughs> scare point comes to life as yeah. literal FEMA death camps. yep. Yeah.
2: Yeah, oh. I found myself very pleased at FEMA's response time. We've not seen that in uh,
4: <laughs> the real life. No. <laughs> impressively efficient. impressively
1: <laughs> pointed improvement from what FEMA is usually up to. Fallon organizes with FEMA, and then we we cut to uh,
5: men in hazmat suits stopping uh, like a pregnant woman in a car, and the pregnant woman is the waitress and the and the line cook from the diner, and he's driving her to
1: the hospital. Oh my god.
5: And he they drag her
1: away and he's like, "Uh, oh, they're going to she's going to be fine. Right. Right. And I
6: guess I better get going.
1: He's, like, gonna leave. Over here. <laughs> He's like, alright, I guess you're just gonna take her to the hospital. Yeah, and then time they... to hit the old trail, I and think. And then they just anyway. gun him
6: down. No, no, it's so much worse. They take him, like, behind their barricade, and then they, like, shoot him, and then shoot him multiple times, and you just see it as a wide shot, as, like, it's this, chilling. Is my nightmare.
2: this is my yeah, nightmare. It, it is a chilling thing. It is a truly effective moment, and underneath it, we're hearing Tip Tree again further explain that, like,
0: The Earth was not made for us. She was made for the dinosaurs. The Earth was scaled to their dimensions. Human beings are ants crawling through their living rooms. So you're going to give the Earth back to the dinosaurs?
2: Yeah.
5: (gasps) Uh,
4: yeah.
2: (gasps) This movie... I don't. I at that point when we get that like high angle, super up in the air shot of the line cook, the like jovial, fun character from 40 minutes earlier, getting summarily executed by like hazmated FEMA employees to protect from this like pandemic that is being wrought by a mad scientist trying to destroy humanity via dinosaur. <laughs> I don't even understand how you can have complaints about this movie. <laughs> what more can this movie give
5: you? And not only via dinosaur, via impregnating the world's <laughs> yeah. population unknowingly and unwittingly to give birth to yeah. dinosaurs, yeah. which will then eat everybody else.
2: When they're like looking over the waitress as she screams for help to these like corporate. Moguls and military leaders who aren't even wearing masks, who no. are t- yeah, not even <laughs> wearing gloves or anything, t- but are totally dispassionately like watching her suffering. She dies. A dinosaur bursts out of her, and Fallon just sort of smirks and is like,
4: "Change from within. Genetic engineering as a substitute for pesticides. Tiptree's dissertation.
1: Eliminate the female, and the male is incapable of continuing the species. It's." Why would you give this woman a contract to do anything?
2: I sh- yeah, I mean, welcome to America. <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, this movie is... It's a grand old black. It's a <laughs> high It's a good movie because it's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We
1: do get a uh, throw-out line. Oh
6: my God, yes.
1: After Tiptree is telling Doc how, you know, the Earth wasn't made for humans, so she's bringing dinosaurs back. He says, it'd make a great theme park. <laughs> Yes. You got to do it. And then he turns and winks
6: at the camera and then flips everyone off and says, Ogden, Utah, you get the first viewing. Thank you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They put that, that's in the end of the trailer. Is it? Is it really? Yes.
6: This whole movie is such a fuck you. (sighs) It's a
2: slam dunk. This is. Truly king shit. This is Rex shit. This is, this is this is that moment. Is this movie putting its like foot on the back of Jurassic Park's neck and being like, We beat you, motherfuckers. Like, enjoy, enjoy your million,
1: sure. This movie wrecks shit. Uh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Tip Tree's like monologues here are incredible and insane. What came first, chicken or egg? Egg. The cosmic egg. Yeah. <laughs> my God is an anachronism. Yeah, oh my
6: God! Learning that God is an anachronism. Generator
1: of diversity.
6: I mean, the whole monologue yeah. reads like our old man writer's room just pitching every <laughs> single cliche you can say about like the, but then giving it to Laura Dern's mother and saying, now turn this into just a continuous string of intelligence, oh, please. All right. All right. Uh,
1: okay.
2: So you wanna destroy the human species. How do we do it? How do we do
6: it? You <laughs> took a meteor to wipe out the dinosaurs the first time. Yeah.
2: Oh, it's, it's
1: good. It's good. We can we work the chickens in there?
6: Somehow? Oh, we have yeah. to, we have to work the chickens in yeah, there. Yeah,
2: the first the that first extinction was a meteor, but this one will be Meteor Meteor. TikTok.
6: TikTok, it all comes. <custom. laughs>
2: you know, fucking bring this to Reddit. R slash Thanos is right. Like this is this is the this is the exact argument, but better made. That like Thanos makes an Endgame and Infinity War and whatnot. But does
5: Thanos say mankind? But when was man ever really kind? (laughs) Yeah. Could he pull that off? I don't think Think so. so. Yeah, exactly. Josh
6: Brolin.
2: Man. (laughs) (laughs) There were so many times when like. Justin and I were watching it, and she said something, and we were just like,
1: bars. Bars. <laughs> bars. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Come on! Come on out! The sheriff is wandering This uh, is his hero streets. moment.
0: Yeah. No, you're in here. I know you're in here. got nothing to lose!
2: We cut into a scene of him sitting in bed with his wife and two daughters, and he's reading Goodnight Moon, which is a, a fucking very dark book to read to someone who... Judging by the next scene we see Sheriff Fowler and he's walking outside of this Coca-Cola vending machine and just going like, Connoisseur, face me! (laughs) (laughs) Face me, Connoisseur! He's calling him out. Right, but he (laughs) says, I've got nothing to lose now. We know the fever they have. Yep. We know what that sickness is. These three female this humans. Child. This child. is about to die by birth of dinosaur. And so we don't see that. And I remember thinking, I don't want to see this little girl die. And the movie was very gracious. It didn't show me that. <laughs> Understandably, have a good day. <laughs> yeah, but I think we're led to believe he's got nothing to lose. He's got nothing to lose. His family has Oh, died. do you think they died off-screen? Yes, oh. I think they died horribly off-screen. And uh, if you feel like you were ripped off by that, don't worry because the sheriff himself dies horribly on-, on screen, screen. Yep. Oh,
4: yeah.
3: He, so he shoots the the Carnosaur with, like, a shotgun. <laughs> which is, which again, Jurassic Park ripped off with Muldoon. <laughs> <laughs> also had a yeah. shotgun whip turn- Right. The except
2: after. the except Muldoon got plagued. whiffed it. Yeah.
6: yeah, no. Fowler at least takes down the Carnosaur. The Carnosaur, <laughs> the carnosaur <laughs> kicks
2: his razor sharp talon up <laughs> through <laughs> the sheriff's
1: balls Dude. and scrotum <laughs> like a shish kebab. <laughs>
6: Yeah, and up through his chest. Well, it makes sense that his entire family was killed uh, via their reproductive (laughs) organs being uh, stripped asunder, and so he dies the same way. Yeah, that's actually a good
3: point. Like we said, it has a little something for everyone. It has
2: a little something, but it also is horrifying in toto, and it doesn't ever, like, doesn't give you a break. I like that. Most horror movies do give you a break but the scene is basically lit by a coca-cola vending machine. machine so
6: are they official sponsors like they're in
5: the movie
2: so much it seems like pepsi paid for it to try and tank them
5: like, <laughs> it, it, and really this movie should have been fucking sponsored by dole because it is a banana <laughs> <hell yeah. laughs> Greg.
0: look if i have to kill you and every one of these damn eggs i will now you know as well as I do, if there's a raw viral serum, there's a chance of an antivirus. It doesn't make any difference. It's too late. Well, then all, you, all you've all you got to lose is your babies. Because if I don't get the serum, I'm going to start making omelets. What incentive do
2: you have not to destroy these things? <laughs> why, why aren't you just
1: tearing this place apart? I think because he wants the serum to make an antidote. Which is apparently a skill he has.
6: Is he qualified to do that? <laughs> well, it's easy. well,
1: he's
3: like, like, if you got the concentrated virus, or like whatever the, the phrase is, if you got like the, the, pure, the pure shit, you uh, can make a serum. Uncut. He seems very convinced of that. The uncut in a way that carnosaur. suggests authority. Th- <laughs> this
2: movie's opinion was that anti-vaxxers are both right and wrong. wrong. <laughs>
1: yeah. That,
2: yeah. that the way you make vaccines is actually just injecting the disease into people.
3: But that thing. works. <laughs> but that's
1: good. How does he... End- up in the laser maze. It's just like all of he a, takes a sudden a left he turn that he shouldn't have taken. Yeah, yeah. He grabs yeah, the yeah. bottle of green cuz he ends up in Spaceplex. <laughs> while
5: Tip Tree is preparing to give birth. She's like, "All right, I'm ready." Is, which shit. it's which, coming shit. which is such a great moment where she she like lays out like a nice little spread for her to sit on and she has a little she has a little uh, dog bowl yeah like yeah. a dog bowl of water I'm Ready for like oh god
2: she has unleashed upon the world a a virus that will kill the female of the human species that is like her plan is to annihilate the females of the human species
3: she hit the white woman extinction button <laughs> right yeah <laughs> and she, <laughs> And she, <laughs> and she herself, is
2: a Good. female of the human species. But Eunice, without hypocrisy, she without hypocrisy will like give herself to this plan. Not yep. only is willing to die for it, but is like I will use my what I didn't realize were long,
5: <laughs> very sharp, acrylic oh, fingernails, <laughs> yes.
2: fingernails yes. to give herself a C-section to let her dino
5: baby out. The moment where she's giving birth and she rips open her own stomach and a face hugger comes out oh is, like, yeah, is like the purest cinema.
1: But then yeah, we're not totally. done with aliens ripoff here because now we're into full alien <laughs> Because territory. now we go
6: into a shot-for-shot remake of Aliens. Yep. Somehow, Doc... Uh, Some
5: Escapes the concrete fortress. He's a marksman wa- who
3: can shoot laser grids to pieces. Yeah, <laughs> he
5: had a gun. If
2: only Jesse Palomo was armed.
5: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, and the giant T-Rex headbutts its way out of, uh, of the Legion of Doom.
1: Yeah, and then follows Doc all the way back to his trailer.
6: Well, is he following Doc or is he following the trail of the dinosaur migration that came before
1: him. The
2: dinosaur (laughs) Dinosaur highway. Yeah, the dinosaur highway. It's it's almost like it's genetic instinct. Yeah.
1: It's almost like it was foreshadowed. There's
6: no dinosaur DNA actually in these dinosaurs, right? No, it's just chickens. No DNA. (laughs) Guys,
3: guys, guys, I hate to say it, but life finds a highway. (laughs) God damn it! (laughs) Well, I have to rewrite my final thought. (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry.
2: And then we get a final fight between the T-Rex, Dr. Tiptree's T-Rex. Say so that 10 times fast. And Thrush and Doc, who fight the T-Rex in get ready to eat some Dr. Crow, Jamie and Josh. Bobcats!
1: bobcats. <laughs> Wait! Wait. Yeah, oh, yeah! yeah. yeah. Oh, it, it's you thought what?
2: They were just nonsensically throwing out Fake Bobcat facts? You thought that this movie missed
6: a step? Oh my god, I hate myself and I hate this movie. Because, like, obviously,
3: the reason they've been shooting at night the whole time, the reason why the stupid hippies handcuff themselves (laughs) is because it's an active construction site during the day in real life. They can only shoot at night, so that's why they show up at night. And so this fight starts with, like, looking at the machines, these giant yellow things, and being like, oh man, are they gonna, like, Bust out these things, and you see these two little white go kart looking <laughs> motherfuckers. <going. laughs> and at first, I was like, "What the fuck? This is they're bobcats, Casey. They're bobcats." <laughs> it
4: was
2: yeah. like, oh yeah. It was like,
3: it's like, it's like in Lord of the Rings. Like, it's like the eagles, the eagles are here. <laughs> I was like,
2: they kill a T. Rex with bobcats. At yeah, don't climax. don't talk
3: to me about how how more likely a child is to die at the hands of a bobcat. <laughs> yeah. We're talking about motherfucking T. Rex. <laughs> yeah. I hate
4: wildlife.
2: All right, look, look, no movie's perfect. <laughs> There's gonna be mistakes along the way, of course. <laughs> And could we think of a better final line? Yes. Ooh, I, right. I
6: got yes. one. I got one. I got one. <laughs> I said, leave the excavators alone.
3: <laughs> oh. New York. Uh, need a lift? It's not a forklift, though, is it? It's like a... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're extinct.
2: Yeah, that would have been the... No, but that... I would have gone with... Uh, <laughs> welcome to Jurassic Park.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he brings Thrush inside and injects her with the pure virus? Sure. And it seems to do the trick. Like, as soon as he does, hazmat agents come in and gun them down. Yeah, so
6: this is when we rip off Night of the Living Dead, because you have your, like, two yeah. heroic characters. They kind of make it to the end. They've One survived this long. And he's like, yes, I've solved it. Like, I, I like, there's no reason for him to be killed right then, but he is. <laughs> and in doing so, his story and any hope is lost with him.
3: been watching too many of those Italian zombie movies. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was great, because I was like, oh, well, maybe, like, because, like, he's taking all the bullets, like, oh, maybe Thrush is going to make it out. And then right after I say that, Homeboy walks in with a Boom. fucking flamethrower and nukes the bed. Nah, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. nah, nah. nah, nah. Need that kind of
2: rodeo. <laughs> flamethrower guy takes care of
1: that. And we end on a very slow push-in to Chekhov's Alfred E. Newman <laughs> <laughs> of a, what me worry and it just crinkles in the fire so and ghoulish. it really is
2: the way the Alfred E. Newman drawing burned it like created this like flaming
1: black smile which was
2: it jokerfied me it jokerfied it like- more
1: like bonanza
2: it was yeah, it was very bonanza. Carnosaur.
1: Also...
2: <laughs> Seems a little light to give you a
5: little bite. Carnosaur. <laughs> and as if to say. The world is moving backwards in time. Oh, my God. The credits yes. roll upside this hurt down. Me. This, that my was so cool. My brain I could that. not
6: process that. Like, there's certain that. things that you you are used to seeing, and backwards credits cannot be read adequately.
2: I was uh, like taken on a journey of its intention, and while it wasn't a hopeful story, that isn't necessarily what I need from a movie all the time. I need just to feel like I was like being directed and I was. And at the end, like the movie laughs at me. The movie like laughs at me considering my own mortality. Let's let's push aside the fact that they have a way better villain. This weakness of Jurassic Park is that Hammond shouldn't play God. Except he's a white bearded guy who's jolly the whole time. He's he's what most Americans want God to be anyway. He's not all that scary. He doesn't play God all that hard, and he's, no, he's not. He's also not he's the Santa. villain of the movie, but that's a whole other thing
1: yes he is yes, he who's is.
2: the villain of jurassic park hammond?
1: yeah no he, he made the dinosaurs he made the
2: dinosaurs nedry,
1: nedry is the villain of the film and nah. the no, hubris nedry of man.
2: man no no no, no yeah man. the hubris of man john
3: hammond
2: yeah we
6: salute <laughs> von braun like like it's not entire I mean, some can make the argument that the he who created it is the evil monster of course but the then they still del- get hired yeah. by not nasa so i don't know i don't know what do you i don't know yeah what do you want from me no what do you want from me
2: to stop making my argument for me yeah
0: (laughs) i think there are two kinds of people those who want to look death straight in the eye know it when it comes for them and those who want to die blissfully in the sleep of ignorance which one are you was this
2: movie good? Yes it was very much. In <laughs> fact it was better than the other. It's called Jurassic Park. It's a piece of trash compared to <laughs> Carnage. Rip off for
5: poor card. <laughs> Boo. The Carnasaur ripoff report card is brought to you by Bobcats Bobcats. Price is so low, you'll go... (laughs) Carnosaur is another movie that was almost written for the ripoff report card. Not only is it made by America's preeminent schlockmeister Roger Corman, in the 90s, no less, his most overtly schlocky period. But it's the first of what many regard as a micro-genre in and of itself, the Mockbuster. The Asylum has popularized this for modern crowds with movies like Transmorphers and Snakes on a Train. But the truth is, Corman and company have been making Mockbusters since before Blockbusters. Low budget ripoffs with lurid titles and straight out of the headline stories to capitalize on current events. When Jaws and Star Wars started the major studio encroachment on traditional exploitation genres, Corman was forced to make more overt ripoffs like Battle Beyond the Stars and Piranha to keep up. (laughs) Fast forward to 1993, Jurassic Park is one of the most anticipated releases of the year and will consequently become one of the most successful movies ever made, and our pal Raj can't let a good idea go to waste. He previously bought the rights to a dino-themed book called Carnosaur and raced it to get to theaters, which is where things get interesting. (laughs) His knack in the 60s was to beat everyone else to the punch, essentially creating things like the biker flick before studios made Easy Rider. And this also happened with Carnosaur. Released before Jurassic Park, Carnosaur tore a slight hole in JP's profits as it hit theaters somewhere between a week and a month before Spielberg's epic, different reports exist with different timelines. Now, wildly, Carnosaur was also based on a book, and you'd imagine the book to be written after Crichton's book As we discussed, it actually preempted it by nearly six years. Though if you were to have read the original book, you would have found actually very little in common with the movie (laughs) as it jettisoned seemingly every aspect of it other than dinosaurs rounding amok and them somehow being related to chickens. The original book is a lot more like Jurassic Park with a crazed millionaire zoo owner unleashing beasts on an unsuspecting populace only to be thwarted by a rogue reporter. The book could have been a passion project, but nay. Apparently, the writer John Brosnan, under the pseudonym Harry Adam Knight, was given the tip in the early 80s that dinosaurs were the next big Hollywood genre, and thus he penned Carnosaur as a moneymaker. (laughs) Corman had snatched up the rights and sat on them for years until Jurassic Park started to come into being, and the film would serve as the springboard to get Carnosaur into profitable territory. Casting Diane Ladd, Laura Dern's mom, in the character of Dr. Tiptree only serves to take it over the top. One opportunistic tagline read, 65 million years ago, they ruled the earth. They're back, and it's no theme park. (laughs) Yes! Yes! Panned by critics at the time and ever since, it got some unlikely love from one of cinema's biggest critics at the time, she has a very specific plan, said Siskel in his marginal thumbs-up review. She hates people, and she loves dinosaurs, and thinks that they should be in charge. And I mean, that's fabulously loony. Roger Ebert, on the other hand, said, I felt the plot got a little murky when all the women started to give birth to dinosaurs. Yes, Rog. Siskel's milk-toast review was summarily condensed to Two thumbs up! Terrific! I liked this movie! (laughs) Which was emblazoned all over the VHS cover art. (laughs) Of course, Corman wasn't stupid. If people had to choose this summer seeing one dinosaur movie, as much as I'm proud of Carnosaur, I would probably recommend Jurassic Park, he said. But I think we could all agree that I would hope that people would see Two dinosaur movies this
4: summer.
5: <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, I think it would make a very interesting comparison. Yes. Very interesting indeed, Roger. Very interesting indeed. Oh.
2: Wrong. He was wrong. Roger Ebert was really wrong. He was so damn wrong. He was really wrong. He got it really wrong. In fact, you should only ever watch Carnosaur. Don't watch the other one
6: again.
2: Rip off report card.
6: The prosecution rests, guys. The <laughs> prosecution rests. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Classmates. I feel like uh, it, more than ever, we should probably do kisses at the end of this one. Please, just let's remember, debate is all academic and we love each other. Kisses, everybody. <makes noise>
5: and now we're all infected. <laughs> <laughs> Enjoy shitting out dinosaurs,
3: Jamie. Oh, no, sorry, no. Jamie.
2: Oh. All right, what are we walking away from Carnosaur with? What could end up being on that final test?
3: Uh, Chicks dig him. Other movies want to be like him.
6: (laughs) (laughs) More than anything, I just want to be a fly on the wall to uh, the phone conversation between Laura Dern and her mom. Where she's like, oh, Laura, honey, I got cast in a movie. Yeah, there's dinosaurs and all this happens. And Laura's like, really, mom? Really? You couldn't let me have this one thing?
1: (laughs) Corman uh, finds a way.
5: (laughs) I'm thinking of doing a run of shirts that just says, I too met my end in Climax Nevada. (laughs) I would
2: like
1: to buy this shirt.
2: I came to Climax Nevada, and all I got was to come in Climax Nevada. (laughs) What you just said, Greg, about Roger Corman, I think it's right.
1: Let's forget about
2: the fact that Steven Spielberg wanted to make Jurassic Park just so he could make Schindler's list. What's amazing about that is it's so good even though Steven Spielberg was on autopilot. And what's amazing about Carnosaur is that it's so good even though it was shot in 18 days. We don't have to choose one dinosaur movie or the other. Like dinosaur movies are fun and rad and awesome. But if I had to choose one, it would be Carnosaur. And then <laughs> Ugh. Carnosaur forever. forever. Hey you! If you like the show, why not head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us one of them five-star reviews. Then you can tell us all about it by visiting our social media. That's at Video high Podcast on Facebook and Instagram and at videohigh.pod on Twitter. From your whole class, that is Greg Hanson, Jamie Kennedy, Josh Roth, and me, Casey Regan. Thank you so much for listening. Next lesson will be on director and stunt aficionado Art Camacho's 2001 Apocalypse Hop Action Epic Gangland. We want to say thank you to Seth Applebaum of Ghost Funk Orchestra and Gabriella Tessatore of the band Scout Harris for our theme song and Shearer for our logo, our teacher, Mr. Marlowe. And also thank you so much to our exchange student and the person who, if you're listening right now, you're listening to his music. Thank you so much to Justin Ferrara. Thank you for having me. This has been a lot of fun. Where can people listen to your music and stuff?
3: Yeah, uh, low boy plays the Rizzos.bandcamp.com, LowboyPlaysTheHits.bandcamp.com, Half Moon, Half man. And on this show. Just listen to this show. It's my best work.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Justin's
2: music is so good. Please check out the Rizzos, Lowboy, and Half Moon.
3: Or don't. You don't have to. Or
2: don't. You don't have to. <laughs> well, you know what? Chicken butt
4: chicken
0: butt Uh, uh, in your ear podcast network